I V M. It is the evening of Saturday, June the twenty-fifth, nineteen eighty-three, at the iconic Lord's Cricket Ground in London. Right-arm medium pacer Mohinder Amarnath is preparing to take his short run-up from the pavilion end. Michael Holding of the West Indies clenches his fingers on the bat, ready to face the ball from Amarnath. Even though the weather was overcast and windy, beads of sweat formed on Holding's forehead. Right before Amarnath starts his run-up, he takes in the moment. The atmosphere is electric. Right there in the heart of England, he can witness a sea of people waving flags of the Indian tricolour. Their faces are on the brink of ecstasy. The Indian fans are loud and cheerful. They can sense they're going to witness history. Amarnath glances at the scorecard. It reads West Indies 140 for nine. It's the last ball of the 52nd over. Underneath the scorecard are words written in smaller text. West Indies need 43 runs to win. Amarnath grips the red ball, rubs it on his thigh, and starts the run-up. Batsman number 11, Michael Holding, knows the determined look of a bowler. He's given that look to many a batsman himself. He shuffles in his crease, unsure of facing this delivery. Mohinder Ramanath is about to bowl the ball that will change the course of the history of cricket in modern India. Hello and welcome to a century of stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first. I'm your host Kunal Vijaykar, and this is the story of the 1983 World Cup finals. The story of India's 1983 World Cup victory is the ultimate underdog story. Even though the team comprised players like Sunil Gavaskar and Kapil Dev, who had already established themselves, they were in no way the favourites to win. This was only the third edition of the Cricket World Cup, and the dominant force in the world of cricket were the mighty West Indies, led by Clive Lloyd. They had already won the previous two editions of the World Cup at the exact same venue, but this Indian team had a spunk and vigor about them. It was made up of players from humble and diverse backgrounds who had been provided the chance to shine at various points in the tournament. There was the flashy opening batsman Krishnamachari Srikanth, who played his innings with a rock star swagger. We had wicketkeeper Syed Kirmani, whose colourful nature complemented his daredevil dives while taking catches. There was medium-pace bowler Balwinder Sandhu, who provided the crucial wicket of Gordon Greenwich in the final. Mohinder Amarnath, who was as dependable with the bat as with the ball, and leading them all was perhaps the greatest all-rounder India has ever produced, Kapil Dev. The man from small town Chandigarh, who spoke broken English, but gave the team the strength and spirit to fight when the chips were down. The Indian team had gone all in for this final. They chose to bat first and had been bowled out for a mere 183 runs. Star opener Sunil Gavaskar was out after scoring just two runs. Kapil Dev added a paltry 15 runs to the board. 
The highest score was Chris Srikant at 38 runs and he had faced 57 balls to get there. It seemed like a doom and gloom scenario. West Indies fans were strutting around confidently by halftime and some disheartened Indian fans even started to leave the stadium. They'd lost hope of the team defending such a mediocre total. Miles away in India, the commentary on the transistors was being dialed down and people were expecting to experience a somber evening. But, as the saying goes, it's not over till it's over. The last over. After halftime, the Indian team started their bowling attack. Sandhu unleashed his fury and bowled out opener Gordon Greenwich. He was able to score only one run. Soon after, Desmond Haynes fell victim to Madanlal's bowling. The domineering West Indian batting order crumbled. Once the precious wicket of Vivian Richards was claimed by Madanlal, aided by a splendid running catch by skipper Kapil Dev, the fans could sense a change in the winds. The decibel levels of the ground started going up, and across the seas, the volume dials of radios and TV sets playing the cricket commentary started booming on the street corners again. Those who had lost hope were coming around once more. Which brings us back to the final 50-second over. Picture this. Holding on strike, Amarnath running in, millions of expectations in the air. Amarnath bowls the ball, holding tries to pull but misses and the ball hits him right across his pads. Every single Indian player lets out a loud cry, a fully charged appeal for a leg before wicket. A nation holds his breath and awaits umpire Dickie Bird's decision. The umpire barely takes a beat before confidently raising his index finger, signaling that the batsman is out! The unthinkable has happened. The mighty West Indies have fallen. The stadium erupts and fans start to pour onto the ground. Amarnath sprints and quickly pockets the bales of the stumps and runs towards the pavilion with a huge grin on his face. The Indian players hug and jump on each other. The dream has come true. India has won. We are the world champions. This historic day changed Indian cricket forever. The World Cup win announced India's arrival on the world stage in the realm of cricket and marked a pivotal point in shaping the craze for the sport. Not that India was not a cricket craze country before, but this victory made the game's popularity reached the stratosphere. Cricketers were not merely athletes anymore. They were heroes to be revered and later on even worshipped. The impression that the 83 victory had on future legends like Sachin Tendulkar and Saurav Ganguly is indelible. Spurred by this victory, in the next couple of years, money started pouring into the sport. Our cricketing infrastructure vastly improved with the rise of cricketing academies and spanking new stadiums. Cricket craze penetrated smaller towns and cities, inspiring millions. Sponsors and brands wanted cricketers to endorse their products. Fast forward to today. Four decades after that historic victory and another World Cup victory, India hosts the biggest and most lavish cricket tournament on planet Earth, the Indian Premier League. Not just that, 
our board of cricket control of india is the biggest richest and the most influential governing body in the world so the next time you see that photograph of a radiant kapil dev holding up the world cup at the famous lord's balcony know that it is that moment that is responsible for the existence of all your favorite cricketers today You've been watching a century of stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first.